I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice now. Come on, dig me. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. One more time, partner. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, how amazing is that? How good has God been to me? How good has he been to you? Just check yourself sometimes. Just sit up and just, just run a survey. Just look at your life where it's at. It might not be where you want it to be, but that's probably some decisions you made. But really, though, in spite of all the crazy mistakes I done made, I mean, man, I I, I, I look back at some of the decisions I done came up with, and, and, and man, it's, it's, it's just amazing he let me live. I mean, it's, it's, and, and, and to exist the way I exist, it, it, that's nothing but grace. Mercy, favor, all that is. That's what my mama praying for me when I wasn't praying for myself. It had to be it because, man, I can truly tell you, I have made enough mistakes, man, stuff you would never even know about and recovered from them all. You can too. And I don't care what you've done. Marvin Sapp has a song out that says, he saw the best in me when everyone else around me could only see the worst in me. You know, that, that's an important song, man. Especially, you know, I want to talk to men today because, um, man, being a man is so, so difficult. Please know, it, it, it has been my quest ever since I was a little boy. My father had one ambition. Son, I don't care what you do, but when I get through raising you, you will be a man. 
That's all I want you to be. He never cared what I did for a living. It never made a difference to him. You're going to be a man. Manhood is difficult. Now, ladies that's listening to this, I'm not saying womanhood ain't. I don't know what it takes to be a woman. So, you know, I'm, I'm, but I do know exactly what it takes to be a man. So, you know, sometimes when you talk to people on the radio, you have to preface things because people are just go, he trying to make it look like womanhood ain't. No, that's not what I'm doing. I'm just talking to men today to explain to them that they ain't by themselves and struggling trying to figure this thing out, that you are not alone in your quest for manhood, that it's difficult. I'm, I, I got I, I to tell you, man, um, manhood is that kind of difficult, and it becomes even more compounded if a young boy does not have a male role model. I've said it a thousand times, I'll say it again. A young boy without a male role model is like an explorer without a map. Well, I have a suggestion for everybody that's struggling with manhood and all of the men out there that are men. This message is for all of us, and it's for me too. You know, I was listening to Joyce Myers the other day, and um, she made a statement. She said, sometimes you got to do the right thing even when it feels wrong. You know, one of the difficulties of manhood is peer pressure and the misguided principles of manhood. See, what God wants us to be as men and what we believe manhood is is sometimes two different things. I'll give you an example. I wrote this book for women, right? And um, I was telling them the three ways that a man shows his love. And I called them three Ps. We profess, we protect, and we provide. Every man who is a man, that's how he exhibits love. We're not talky-talky, comforting. We're not great nurturers. But when it comes down to, to it, what we all want to do, what is in our DNA, is to profess our love for something, you as a woman, to protect you as a woman, and to provide for you as a woman. That's in our DNA. Now, sometimes that gets messed up. And I'll give you an example. Sometimes when a boy doesn't have the proper real role model in his life, he takes that principle of love that we all possess in us, every man, the professing part, the protecting, and the, and the, and the providing part, and we misplay it. That's why gangs exist. Gangs exist off those three principles. What's the first thing a gang member do? He profess. He claim a hood. That's the first thing he do. This is my neighborhood. I'm Deuce Trey. I'm Triple H. I'm Doopy Doop. I'm purple. I'm, I'm red. I'm blue. First thing they do is claim. That's professing. That's how we show our love. But it's misguided, though. Now we professing something that ain't even good for us. Your hood, your gang, your clique. Now, guess what? Now we got to protect it. So now, as a protection part of our love, here we go. You come down here, we gonna do this to you. You go over there, they gonna do that to you. You protect your hood, this your turf, this all you got. You ain't, ain't nobody coming down here with blue on, can't nobody come over here with red on, you can't come over here with purple on, you can't come over here with black and gold on. And we, and we protect that because that's in our DNA. And then what's the third thing? We provide. So guess what the gang need? Money. Guess what we do? We selling drugs. We selling women. We selling guns. 
it go back to the same thing, man. I don't know how God gave it to me that way when I was writing the book, but he showed it to me along the way. That's how men love. Well, when you don't have a role model in your life, guess what? Now that love is misplaced, it's misguided, it's off track. Ain't no man told you that really you're supposed to take this love and give it to a woman. You're really supposed to profess, protect, and provide for a woman. Not your gang set. Now you professing your hood, repping a color, you protecting your territory, shooting people, driving by, coming over you on your street, and then you provide. Now you're out here selling drugs and guns for the same thing. When a boy does not have a male role model, he has a misguided way of looking at manhood. Here's the deal. See, God created all of us in his image. That means he's put some of our DNA in him. That's why it's in your DNA to profess, protect, and provide. Because guess what? That's what God do for us. Because we his children. I'm just talking to men right now. I'm just telling you, man, I had to wake up about five years ago. I wasn't doing what God wanted me to do. And then he shook me. He said, man, I'm going to bring about some changes in your life. I'm going to cause some things to happen that's going to put you in a position. And this time you're going to listen to me. Because if you don't, you're going to keep living in this pain you've been in. But you put yourself in this pain. I owe no blame to no one else but myself. Please know I know that. And that's how we, you really get to manhood when you figure out what you done done wrong. You can't blame this on none of your exes because you a man. You can't go, my ex did this. No, no. You a man, partner. You got to take responsibility for yours and yours alone. If you got kids, you got to get to them some kind of way. Write them a letter, send them the money. If she won't let you see it for the money, whatever. Send the money to her mama. Do what you're supposed to do as a man. Do what God wants you to do, man, because he not letting us off the hook for what we supposed to be just because you ain't doing it. And if you do it, you turn your life around. Just hollering at the fellas today, that's all. Sorry about that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your undivided attention. It's Monday morning, so today I thought I would dedicate the show to uh, pilgrims. Wow. Uh, what? Anybody that came in on the Mayflower, or uh, the Senorita, or the Pinata, either one of them. I don't know the names Maria. of the ships. Santa Maria and the Pinta. Oh, uh, the Spaniata. Pinto. Pinto. That's how. So why are you Margarita. To them, you don't even know how they got here. Yeah, Margarita. Yeah, because I don't even because I don't mean it. Because right, okay. I don't mean it. I don't care nothing about so. them pilgrims. They land stealing asses. Said <laughs> so over here the Indians should have let their ass stall. Set up here and saved their life, and then they took their whole damn country from them. Anyway, good morning, Shirley. Good morning, Steve. Happy uh, Monday. Junior's out today. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Carla Pharrell. I am here. Happy Monday. <laughs> cool. Tommy's out today. J. Anthony Brown. Nothing messes up a weekend like a Monday. What's going on, Steve Harvey? <laughs> <laughs> Here's a Facts, question for you, Jay. Yes. Go ahead. A question for me? Yeah, uh, just a question. You yeah. know your nephew has his golf tournament this weekend. He had it today, actually. He had the reception last night uh, at the Chateau. How, how come you didn't go to his golf tournament? Because I was working. Oh, first you of all, were working. First of all, let me start this out. I didn't know he had a golf tournament. Secondly, he didn't invite me to the golf tournament. What do you mean he didn't invite you? 
He he didn't invite me to the golf tournament. Matter of fact, I didn't even know it was today. I didn't know mm-hmm. there was a reception at the chateau at the, the night chateau. before. Yes. And who do wow. that? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. And who do that? Know. All of the stuff is after the golf tournament. Mm-hmm. This is so ass bad. <laughs> so you, and I'm with you, Steve. How long you got to be on the show to get invited to any damn thing he does? Because he ain't invite me either, and I'm on Team oh. every damn day. You didn't go? No, I wasn't invited. But no. you don't play golf, though, Jay, right? I, but I, I wasn't invited. <laughs> but, Shirley, you don't have to be a golf player to be invited. How well yeah. do I know that as many of your golf tournaments as I've been to? Yeah. Right, because yeah. I invite yeah. you. But Tommy, right. didn't. did he invite you? No. Hello. Didn't invite no. Junior either. Didn't invite Junior either. Junior wasn't invited. Mm-mm. Carla, did you get an invite? I did not. Ah. Shirley? No. Steve already asked. You know no. why? Because y'all ain't good enough to be out at the chateau. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Wow. Oh, that's what it is. I've been to the chateau before, yeah. though. Uh, but you ain't going out there for, with the golf tournament, people. Because no. you're low level. Is he ashamed of us or something? He might be, <laughs> yeah. Shay, because he did net run off a bunch of fancy schmancy people that were there. Yeah. Yeah. Schmancy. Do we <laughs> embarrass him? You know, he uh-huh. gets bougie. I think we yeah. do embarrass him, Jay. Mm. Oh, All it was Hollywood, was a bunch of short-ass people out there. <laughs> miniature golf? What, that's, what is that's it? That's probably all it is. That's the other reason he don't let me go. Because it's miniature playing putt-putt. <laughs> all right, coming up at 32 after the hour, uh, we're going to find what else the crew did over the weekend right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, so it's Monday. Everybody have a good weekend. Steve? Very good. Yeah. yeah. Did I have a yeah. good weekend? Yeah, what'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> did the did the Browns Don't win? Say it. <laughs> <I knew> it. <laughs> That's why Tommy Ad really ain't here. Oh, he didn't want to hear it. Huh? Oh, hell no, Junior either. <laughs> the Texans lost. Yeah, yeah, oh, and yeah. the Browns won, so they well, they off. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Browns really won. I mean, they won. They won. Ooh. Forty to twenty-five. Describe Ooh. that. Describe that feeling, Steve. When you watch uh, the let game. me let me see how this how what's the best way to put it to you? Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to hear this. You get up in the morning, yeah. sitting on the edge of the bed. God willing, yeah. The fairy godmother that left an envelope on the nightstand. <laughs> You open it up, uh-huh. and it's $25,000 in there. Whoa. That's a very Whoa, good weekend. Nice. <laughs> yes. Jackpot. Yes. That's, that's how, how you I felt. Was, yeah. Uh-huh. That's how you like felt. Like the fairy godmother had had an envelope on my wow. nightstand with an excessive amount of cash in it. Wow. So how, I mean, are you like the other fans? How do you get into the game? I mean, do you really get into it like that? No, no, no. Like I just have on something and... with Cleveland Browns on it. Yeah, I have sure. Oh, so on. you do dress up. Okay. Yeah, but I can't watch the game because I'm in L.A. Oh. And all they watch is these ragged-ass Rams and these suck <laughs> Chargers. Steve, okay. No, all so right. I watch. And no, I say what I want to say. You know, yeah, they put the, all there's these two little punk-ass hometown games on. And L.A. is not a football town. Stadium well, half-ass fool. And stadium half ass full. Oh, they don't man. care nothing but about the Lakers. Mm, that's, yeah. Well, Other uh, than that, man, they don't care. You got a point there. Mm. So, you know. 
Well, congrats. Did you watch any other games? Did you watch um, Odell Beckham? You saw that game where Odell Beckham got uh, choked out? You saw that, didn't you? That's Ooh. the Cleveland game. That's the Cleveland game. Yeah. Hey, man, what, what, what sports you, you follow? <laughs> I'm asking, did you see it? No, I didn't. I, I didn't see any of that because they don't show it out about here. Your Browns. All I saw was the NFL Live. You know where you watch all the games and see the oh. scores and highlights. That's all I saw, and they don't have that of uh, pass that you can get out here. I be damn. I forgot I got the ESPN thing. <laughs> That's why I computer. say, Steve, you're rich. I mean, I, I know you be can make something damn. happen. <laughs> what? My What's son wrong? put it on my computer where I could watch all the games. You can watch all the games. Now, see all there. the Browns games, and I forgot. Well, <laughs> I thought for sure you saw well, Odell Beckham get thrown to the ground and choke and lose his earring. I'm thought. What? Sure, you what saw happened? that. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> what? Well, what? That what ain't happened? really what I want. <laughs> that what ain't really what I'm watching the game for. <laughs> what it happened, Steve? I just want to know if you He lost his earring. He got into, he got into a, a scuffle with the defender, right? And they're going oh, back and forth, call, yeah, calling each other names. Picked him up, threw him to the ground, was choking him. And when Odell got up, he said he lost his earring. So I choking him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put him in, put him in a chokehold real quick. I mean, <laughs> That's pretty uh, wow. extreme. Did the dude well, get throughout the game or anything? No, he didn't get thrown out of the game. No, no, they were they were both going at it each other. So he got the best of Odell. Wow, uh, uh, Marlon real, real with a quickness. Baltimore. Baltimore. And then he lost his earring. He lost his earring. Mm, Well, good thing he ain't had that watch on. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask you, was that the same guy with the watch? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. That's him. (laughs) He likes his jewelry, huh? Oh, yeah. But he did apologize. He did apologize. Marlon Humphrey did apologize to Odell Beckham, they said. Mm. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, you. I'm sorry I had my hands around your neck about to kill you. I'm sorry. I don't know how I can deal with that. I'm sorry I tried to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) That is a bit much. Football, so Mel, ain't it? It is. It is. is. So uh, you think the uh, Browns are going to the uh, Super Bowl based on their win? Oh, hell no. We ain't going to no (laughs) damn Super Bowl, man. Come on, what you talking about? We try and win nine games. Mm -hmm. Ten and I'll be overjoyed. Yeah, we're not going to the Super Bowl. If we do, oh. Oh, I'm going to have to quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because yeah, y'all ain't going to be able to stand me no damn way. <laughs> You'll be and I might do stuff. NFL honors, man, yeah. again. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Oh, like last year. Nice, yeah. Oh, dog, oh, the okay. Browns be in the Super Bowl? Man, mm-hmm. please. How many wins would you settle for, Steve? Please, That would be a good season if you could get... Oh, what? 10 wins be excellent. Okay, you know I that. Think, I think, man, we can win the division. Really? Yeah, because it sucks, except for Baltimore. What do you mean? Mm. I mean, Bal- we beat Baltimore yesterday, oh, yeah. and yeah. Baltimore yes. was the team, man. Oh. And we got past Baltimore. I, th- I think we're going to beat Cincinnati. That's my prayer. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati and, uh, and Steelers, if we can beat them two games. I love how people say we, like they're a part well, of the Well, the, the fan. He's a yeah, fan. He's a super that. fan. He's not just <laughs> yeah. a fan. He's a super yeah. fan. No, nah, man. He's the Browns, dog. Well, that's yeah, good. He's I'm Browns. glad. Your team. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a great weekend for us. So, you know, we had a great time this weekend. Oh, and Shirley. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Me and Marjorie sat down and watched 
Dave Chappelle's Finally, Netflix. Finally, yes. <laughs> what? Did you what? love it? What? <laughs> Boy, boy, brilliant, Uh, boy, (laughs) we've been trying to get Steve to watch it. You've been seriously, man, I sat down. I tell you about it when y'all ask me. I need more time because I got just seriously, seriously, man. Uh (laughs) If I say any of that, oh, you're done. My whole career is gone. No, they they, they pulling me off the radio, oh, yeah. TV, everything. Mm-hmm. I have nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doc, I have nothing. This radio show is yes. over. Oh, yeah. All right. Coming up next, church complaints with Reverend Motown and special guest, Reverend Adnoid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with church complaints as well, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, the political world gave Saturday Night Live a lot to work with for the show season premiere. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and they then, should send Trump a check. Yeah. Because he pretty should. much wrote it, man. Yeah. And then we're going to talk. Talk about Kanye West, uh, who has been on the move. Uh, he's been to De- uh, Chicago, Detroit, and Queens, New York. We'll talk about that at the top of the hour. But right now, it's Monday. Time for church complaints with Reverend Motown and special guest Reverend Adnoid in the building. Uh, we are here. Oh, Deacon Death Jam is out, or due to a conflict of schedule. In his place is my oldest brother, uh, who has been a minister far longer than me, and his days is numbered now. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome in the spirit of Deacon Def Jam. You can hear him breathing in the background. Please put your hands and and nostrils together for (laughs) Reverend Adnoid. Good morning, everybody. Wow. And uh, uh, taking his place, he's out doing something. Nobody knows what it is he's doing, but he's not here, so Mm -hmm. I will be doing church complaints. Wow. You okay? Church, I'm fine. This is clear. This is a clear day for me. Why does it sound clogged? Do I sound clogged up? A clear day. Do I I sound congested? Yeah, yeah, you do. Well, I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm not at all. This is fine. We we have we have several complaints from church members in this church. They would like for the pastor to let them know at the beginning of the service, maybe outside or in the parking lot, or maybe they could get a text, how long the service is going to be, and they could set their watches to, to make an adjustment. You know what I'm saying? So if it's going to be 45 minutes, let them know. If it's going to be an hour and a half, if it's going to be short, let them know. Oh. Is there any way the pastor could do that? To let them know how long the service is going to be. Well, if you all would start letting me know mm-hmm. how much y'all was going to put in this offering, <laughs> I can tell you how long I feel is necessary yes. to be up here. Amen, Pastor. Okay. You know, I'm, 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 I'm preaching for dollars. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> flowing, to be exact. You're preaching for flowing dollars, not crypto yeah. dollars. You want flowing dollars. All right, so if y'all would please tell me <laughs> what the end results is going to be, 
I can therefore then tell you how long I'm here. Because you, if you're going to give enough, we can skip mm-hmm. serving all together. Okay. We can get you on like to the house. I want to watch a game, too. You would like you would like to be up out of there, too. Okay. Uh, hell, right. I'm in here because we got to be. All right. All right. All right. Several, several of the diabetic members of the church have been complaining that the iced tea is just too damn sweet. It's just too damn sweet. Is there anything you can do about it to cut back on it? Cause they're diabetics and they can't drink it. And they can't walk past well, it. No, I'm, I'm confused <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. because two diabetics makes the tea. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> mm. So now nah, you, you take one to no one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. In order for it to be sweet, mm-hmm. you got to have been involved with sweets. Yes, yes. Sweet <laughs> begets sweet. <laughs> Come on. Amen. All right, all right. Well, you know what I'm saying? It take a diabetic <laughs> to recognize uh-huh. a diabetic. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> you can't be a diabetic uh-huh. without putting sugar uh-huh. in the tea. Mm. Uh, the church say amen. 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 Amen again. Amen again. Come on, Ed Noah. Come on, big brother. Okay, all right. The two church members, William and Mary Kennedy, William and Mary mm. Kennedy have been telling people that they are biblical and they can heal people. What I need you to do is put a stop to it. They're not biblical at all. They can't heal nobody. They what? just have biblical name, William and Mary Kennedy. They, they're not biblical, all right? And they've been healing that's, people. That, that's, yeah. look, listen to me uh-huh. now. Mm. William mm. and Mary Kennedy is not biblical. They Mary political. <laughs> okay, okay. Never the Kennedy. <laughs> See, there, that ain't that ain't biblical. That's okay. political, <laughs> and that's why they ain't doing a damn thing. They say they gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> if these two politicians right here. All right, we have we have another. Complaint. And William ain't in the Bible no how. That's William Shakespeare. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. A lot of the, we have another complaint. A lot of the members who have problems breathing in church, not me, I'm fine. Not me. Oh. I'm speaking mm. on behalf of no. other people. Would like for you to mm. spread a little some oxygen tanks all around the church close by so they could get to them real quick. Would that be possible? Do you see that in the budget? Is That's it possible, okay. but we uh-huh. got to raise money. So uh-huh. what I propose is. Uh-huh. Oxygen tanks require a dollar. <laughs> so if, you, if you're going to come in here with an illness, someone is going to profit. Okay. If you ain't got the dollar, we ain't got no air. Whoa. Okay. All right. <laughs> come on now. All right. Come on. All right. This is not for me. This is for other, other members of the church. There has been a lot of throat clearing, people clearing their throats, and the members of the church are wondering, is there any way, is there any way you could put all of them in one section of the church so they don't have to hear it? You know, <laughs> 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 could you put them in the throat- spillover room? There's a well, lot of a lot of throat clearing going on in church. Lot. Well, a lot of <laughs> it is because of uh, 
the missionaries have been going down to the strip clubs to <laughs> save souls and some of the outfits oh. that are in here now on Sundays uh-huh. is uh make mm. you cl- <clears throat> look one of them. Uh, Did you I, clean the throat? Yeah, I, yeah. I had a deacon behind me go, <coughs> boy, look at him, uh, as they come around for offerings. So I think that has nothing to do with the clothing. It's more of attention. Like, like look at him. I will speak with him and just try him to go more like, pss, pss, something like that there. What was the sound again? Pss, pss, like that there. You know, instead of, <coughs> <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we all see him. Oh, yeah, we hear him too. Yeah. That's one of my favorites right there. Yeah. What? <laughs> Look over there. I, 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 like, I like this one right here. Good God. All right. Thank you, Reverend Motown. And, uh, Googly Moogly. Your brother's special guest, Reverend Adnoid, with the church complaints today. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, the political world gave Saturday Night Live a whole lot to look forward to and work with this season uh, for the premiere. It was star-studded with Woody Harrelson playing Joe Biden, Maya Rudolph returned as Kamala Harris, and, of course, Larry David as Bernie Sanders. Alec Baldwin (laughs) is back in his role as Donald Trump, and he is freaking out about the impeachment. (laughs) Take a listen. Get me Rudy Giuliani on the phone. Oh, hey, Mr. Trump. What's new? What do you mean, what's new, Rudy? I'm being impeached. (laughs) It's the greatest presidential harassment of all time, I would know. I'm like the president of harassment. You gotta relax, Mr. Trump. We got nothing to worry about. Nobody's gonna find out about our illegal side dealings with the Ukraine. Good. Or how we tried to cover up those side dealings. Great. Or how we plan to cover up the cover-up. Rudy, Rudy, where are you right now? I'm on CNN right now. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, man, uh, when you listen to Rudy Giuliano's Giuliani's confession to Chris Cuomo, the admission, first he said he didn't, then he admitted it. I mean, Uh man, this guy's like a a real, it's just sad, the political climate. They don't care. The Republicans, I'm done. Because they can stop saying they care about the beloved Constitution because they don't. Because they're allowing this man to walk all over it. Because that's all this is. If they don't play any card, they've always played the Constitution card. That's when right. it comes to keeping these gun sales alive, mm-hmm. they throw that Second That's Amendment right, in Stan. your face yep. in a heartbeat. Uh-huh. Yep. But now when it comes yep. down to this president who clearly has used his political office to for uh, help him with the political campaign, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. they don't they don't want to use the Constitution. No, no. They it's said really he amazing. hasn't done anything wrong. What did he do wrong? It's amazing. I mean, seriously, they said. It was they just said, a phone call. Yeah, seriously, phone. do you a know what I've heard Republicans say? All he should get is a slap <laughs> on the wrist. A slap on yes. the wrist. Oh, my man, God. This ain't, this ain't elementary school. If this had been Obama, oh, my God. Or but, you know, there's two types the of Republicans, Steve. There's a, there's a public Republican, and then there's the backroom Republican, and they talk different when they're on camera as opposed to when they're off camera because they don't really like Trump. They really don't like Trump, but... 
He's what they got. They're and then they're sticking with it. And yeah. they're sticking uh, with it. And seriously, scared. man. And listen mm-hmm. to me. You could give them that. They mm-hmm. do stick together. They, yeah. You can't tell me mm-hmm. that you think this guy is a great president. Right. Right. You, you right, can't Steve. be right. uh, a, a thinking person and go, he's a great president. You just can't. Nope. Right. I agree. All right, we're going to move on here. And other entertainment news, Kanye West has been on the move, guys. First, he was in Chicago with Chance the Rapper. Then he went on to Detroit on Friday, where he met with thousands of his fans before his concert at the Aretha Franklin Amphitheater. I love the name of that, Aretha Franklin Amphitheater. Then on yesterday, uh, Sunday, Kanye was in Jamaica, Queens at the Greater Allen AME Cathedral of New York. And service, baby, was rocking. Uh, Fans are are so excited about Kanye's Jesus is King, a Kanye West experience. Kanye also has teamed up with IMAX. He'll release a documentary, Jesus is King, in theaters coming October 25th. I'm not mad at that, man. Not at I ain't all. mad at that at you all. Can't not be. at all. You can't not be. at all. No, <laughs> not be at all. No. I got news for Kanye. you. <laughs> Jesus is king. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. Yes, yes, he is. Yes. And thanks to Kanye for Amen, bringing brother. it to mainstream and taking it. You right. know the what the message. All right, Steve. We got to move on. It's time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Uh, Thank you very much, and good morning, good Monday morning, everybody out there. House Democrats go forward with their official impeachment probe into President Trump today. The investigation that comes on the heels of that anonymous whistleblower complaint that accuses Trump of pressuring the president of the Ukraine to investigate his expected presidential rival Joe Biden and Biden's son's dealings in the Ukraine while holding up millions in military aid that was promised to that country. However, Trump, by way of Twitter video, calls it all the single greatest scam in the history of American politics. It's all very simple. They're trying to stop me because I'm fighting for you, and I'll never let that happen. Well, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says in making the decision to investigate, nothing was simple. But she says it did all become crystal. That a president of the United States would withhold military assistance, which was paid for by taxpayer money, to effectively shake down the leader of another country unless he did him a favor. This is so clear. According to the latest ABC News Ipsos poll, 17% of Americans asked, so they're actually uh, surprised, that said that they were actually surprised by the president's alleged actions. Only 17%, nearly two-thirds of Americans, believe that President Trump's encouragement of a leader of a foreign country uh, was a serious problem. By the way, actor Robert De Niro was asked about uh, beginning formal impeachment investigations this week. De Niro said that although he's not exactly fond of the Donald, that he did uh, really try to be open to him. He, De Niro was on CNN's Reliable Sources, and uh, he was uh, saying that he tried to be, you know, tried to give the guy a chance, but it just didn't work, just didn't work. In any case, a town in uh, Mississippi arguing that the cops who shot and killed a Latino man two years ago during a raid in the wrong apartment are not liable for any charges because the victim was an illegal immigrant. Get that. Ishmael Lopez was killed in a 2017 in South Haven, Mississippi. His family has filed a civil suit asking for 20 million bucks. The Supreme Court has ruled a number of times that any person on U.S. soil, any person, no matter their immigration status, is protected by the U.S. Constitution. Lawyers for South Haven claim things should be otherwise, especially since Lopez had been arrested in the past for domestic violence and for driving under the influence. So we'll stay tuned to this case. Latin music icon Jose Jose has 
died. Jose Jose reportedly lost a battle against pancreatic cancer at age 80. He had a beautiful voice. In fact, one of his fans, believe it or not, was Frank Sinatra. That's right, Jose Jose, 80 years old. And today is Get Back to the Job Day. You better work. That's right. You better work if you can. It's 6.50. Well, 9. Anyway, now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending political news, Robert De Niro obviously had a lot more to say about the possible impeachment of President Trump. Uh, De Niro was on Brian Stelter's Reliable Sources show on Sunday morning. He was a special guest where he was asked about the impeachment inquiry uh, opened against President Trump. Take a listen to what De Niro had to say. Folks on Fox come after you. I remember the Tonys when he got up there and cursed. A lot of you. Okay, well, you know, this is cable, Sorry. so it's not an FCC violation, <laughs> but it is still a Sunday morning. Well, I we're, do wonder we're why you choose to go that let way. Let me say something. Why do you we choose to go a, that we way? We are at a moment in our life, in this country, where this guy is like a gangster. He's come along and he's said things, done things we say over and over again. This is terrible. We're in a terrible situation. Robert De Niro saying what so many of us feel. Seriously, man, but see, here's the deal. The president could say what he want to say. Oh, yeah. But the moment you say yeah. something, then here comes all the checks and balances. Right. When he was talking right. about grabbing right. a woman See. by the pee on the bus, where was that? Right. Well, it cost Bully Bush, yeah. Billy Bush his job for laughing. Yeah. He in the White House. Yeah. When he calls all those women out their name, he's still in the White House. When he refers to this Native American woman as Pocahontas, she's still in the White House. I mean, look, man. When you when you when you when you when you separate these uh, Latino children from their parents, oh. and now you can't match them back up, he's still in the White House. Yeah. Where's the outrage then? Yeah. yeah. And you and yeah. you know, Steve. Uh, just a side note: Billy Bush is back on TV. He has a, he has a job with uh, Extra now. He's back on. He's back. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it took a long time. Yeah, it took and like three years, right? Had to fall. Right? Yeah, he, I mean, yeah. You know, he had to but, fall. I think he got a divorce and all of this. I think I mean, his marriage but, broke mm-hmm. up. But he never should have been off TV. No. Right. Yeah. You know, he NBC never should have been know. off. Yeah. yeah. This is, he says uh, what this he wants to say, but when it? you say something about him, like you said, Steve, people get upset. They get really upset. Oh, man. And he gets yeah. upset. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he can't take it, right? Yeah, so. I love how Robert De Niro said blank Fox. Yeah, <laughs> he did, didn't he? <laughs> but you know what? You—it's it, almost like if it were any other president, uh, because they're presidential, you at least have respect for the office, and, and you maybe wouldn't say that he what Robert no De Niro for said. Nobody but, or nothing. But Donald Trump doesn't have that kind. He doesn't. He doesn't have that respect even have the vocabulary com- of right. a president. I'm so tired of being able to understand everything he said. <laughs> it's just hardening. It's going to be really good. Terrific. It's going to be terrific. It's going to be wonderful. Very, yeah. very. Yeah. This is yeah. very, very, very well. Yes. Believe me you, when you I go- tell you. Yeah. You're going to yes. like this a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean a lot. Yeah. Really a lot. Oh, man. Come on, man. <laughs> this damn vocabulary, man. Like yeah. you're a high school student running for president of you. All right, guys. Student council. Yeah, coming up at 34 after the hour <laughs> in trending national news, the prosecution rests in the ex-Dallas Dallas cop Amber Geiger's murder trial. We'll talk about that when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
The former Dallas police officer Amber Geiger is standing trial, we know, for the murder and the shooting death of her neighbor, 26-year-old Botham Jean. Uh, Geiger thought Mr. Jean's apartment was her own, she said, when she opened the door and shot him, mistaking him for a burglar. Amber Geiger also admitted that she exchanged explicit text messages with married Dallas police uh, partner Martin Rivera. Geiger was on the phone with Rivera when she drove to what she believed was the third floor of the building's parking garage, but she actually had parked on the fourth floor where Mr. Botham Jean lived. Uh, Geiger's defense attorney had argued the layout of the apartment complex is confusing. Prosecution argued that Mr. Jean was never a threat to Amber Geiger because he was sitting on his couch eating a bowl of ice cream, people. Ice cream. Prosecution also argued that Geiger could have done more to help both them, John, when she shot him, but instead she kept telling the 911 operator she was going to lose her job. Listen to me. If you, this, okay, now for everybody looking at the case, it seems open and shut. Yeah. If this woman does not go to prison for killing a man in his own home, for being in his house eating ice cream, and you walk into this man's house and you kill him and you get away with it, and this man is black, and you are a police officer, and you are white, the, the only thing that gets her off of this right here is pure racism. That, that's all this can be. There is, that, there is no case for this. If this woman does not do time for killing this man, this is pure racism. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else it could be. It, I, it's, it's, it, you can't get any more blatant form of racism than to walk in this black man's house and kill him while he's eating ice cream, and you're a police officer and you white and you walk. If that happens, I, I don't know. How. Even if he is a burglar, he's sitting down eating a bowl of ice cream. I, I don't get it. There's I, yeah. more that she could have done to try to help save save his, his life. life. Yes. That's, you know, that's the issue. And and they also said, too, Steve, one of the uh, detectives said that, you know, in her apartment, in Geiger's apartment, uh, she had a wooden board displaying photos hanging on the wall. She had a bookshelf in the corner. The ragged house. And the red welcome <laughs> mat outside of the door. You, you know that's your but- ragged ass house. <laughs> You know, and then there was a difference in Mr. Botham Jean's apartment. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you're walking in somebody else's apartment, you know when you're at home, when you're at your house you, yeah. versus going in someone else's apartment. This but, you know, she was on the stand and she was crying and, you know, they, damn what they do all the time. Oh. Right. They, uh-huh. they go cry. She's trying to save her life. Cry. Yeah, she's trying like not she to go to jail. She's trying to save her life. Yeah, she's yes. trying not to go yes. to jail. Rule number one, when you see yeah. a black man in your house eating ice cream, he ain't there to rob you, okay? He's not there to rob you. <laughs> I just, right. I mean, you but, know, we he was said, in his house, though. Yeah, right. we, he was in uh, his house. And we've right. said this since we heard about this case. We, How do you not know your own home? How do you not know it? I'm, How do you I'm, not know your own home? I'm so worried about this jury. Though. Yeah. Yes. Because yes, Steve. how many times have we seen 
Oh, yeah. And open and shut cake. The Rodney, Rodney King. King. Rodney King. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, yeah. we've seen yeah. we've seen so Trayvon many. Trayvon Martin. Mm-hmm. Right. To us, it's like crazy. Trayvon Martin mm-hmm. killed. This is utterly ridiculous. Yeah. This dude ain't even police officer. This stink. Yeah. Well, who who yeah. put him in charge of police in the neighborhood? Why are you bothering this little boy? You low down ass man, get out of here. I'm with you, Steve. I definitely hope this case doesn't turn out to be like any of those other ones, like the Rodney King case, like the Trayvon Martin case, where she walks. Um, Coming up next, uh, the nephew's not here. He's preparing for his uh, big golf tournament today, as we mentioned earlier. But uh, the prank phone call. (laughs) Prank phone call (laughs) is coming up right after this. It's him and a bunch of shell people. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, my mother is ruining my future. (sighs) But right now, Mm -hmm. nephew's out, but Jay is here uh, with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Jay? All right, everybody, this is your boy, Jay Anthony Brown, president of Team Tommy. Tommy's not here. We have no idea where Tommy is today, but this prank right here, this one right here, funeral arrangements. Hope you like it. Check it out. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a Miss Diane, please. Uh, she's not in at the moment. May I take a message, please? My name is John. John, I'm actually the funeral director here at the funeral home. Miss Diane came in earlier today and, and uh, tried to get the arrangements set. First of all, I want to say my condolences to you all and your entire family for what you're going through. She, she filled out some paperwork here, and I wanted to make sure I got everything actually correct. Uh, I'm a little... Not sure on what she wants on the actual tombstone. I, I don't know if she wants Rob or or Robert. Are, are you are you oh. one of the members that may be able to tell me exactly what she would want on the? Oh, 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 oh. I am. I, I'm Robert. I'm, what, what this all about? She came here this morning. What, what, what you talking about? Okay, hold on a second, sir. You you who? I am Robert. Rob, Robert, that's me. Okay, and okay, is, is there Robert? Senior or the junior is just a child. I'm Robin Senior. That's who I am. Junior is a child. Neither one of us did. We're healthy. Okay, 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 okay. Hang on. Oh my God. All right. I don't. Okay. Hang on a second, sir. Yeah, yeah. Diane, Miss Diane, Miss Sir, Miss Diane is your wife. Yeah, Diane is my wife. You sure you got the right Diane? You sure? Oh, she 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 came in uh, this morning. uh, Maybe. Five five, uh, what salt and pepper hair, shoulder length, uh, maybe a medium brown complexion. Mhm. What, what kind of car she was she driving? Did you see the car? You can see the car or something. Uh, it seemed like it was a uh, some type of uh, was it a Camry? I think. Yeah, that's her. And what? I mean, what happened? Tell me, actually, tell me what happened this morning. She came in and said what to you? She came in as Mr. Mr. Why, 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 why don't I call back when Miss Diane is there uh, and we can... Don't call back. You know tell me now. Right now. I need to know what the is going on. You might want to tell me she want to have a funeral for me and you want to tell me you want to call me let her know tell me now. Sir, all I know is, is, is Miss Diane came in. The paperwork was a little... I was just coming reevaluating on what I what I, what I, what I, what was written here. It wasn't right. I mean, she came in. She, she picked out the casket. She did everything that she was supposed she to do. Casket, casket, bro, bro. This right here, bro. I don't understand. I don't really understand what's going on. 
but I'm going to find out later on. I'm going to find Sir, out. Sir, I, I, I don't understand. I, I've, never been in a, I've never been in a situation like this, okay? So you about to get in a situation. Maybe I need to call back when Miss Diane gets there, Man, okay? I said I need to talk to you now. She get here at 6 o'clock. Don't worry about that. Where you at? Anyway, what's your name again? Where you at? I'm, 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 I'm John sir. I'm the, I'm the uh, funeral home uh-huh. director. I'm sorry? Y'all, you, you might be, you might be making some funeral arrangements for her too. I might need to switch names and put her name on there. Okay, sir. But guess what? Six o'clock, is, uh, six o'clock. Sir, sir. Six o'clock. Sir, you gonna be sir, there? Sir, a, a, a funeral yeah, is a very yeah. serious thing, sir. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you're, you're so serious, bro. Look, you, my wife is coming, she trying to bury me. Me. I'm Rob. What name you got on the paper? Rob. Uh, yeah, right? it, 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 it's Rob or Robert, whichever one. I mean, I. I, I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I, I won't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. We ain't even been beefing, you know what I'm saying? We ain't even arguing. We had a little light argument last week by a little light bill, some little like that. But you gonna have a funeral for me? Okay. Man, it's gonna make no sense. I tell you like this, uh, they got the right now. You got the right one. I tell you, man, I'm not around. Watch, watch what happens. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Since I have you on the phone, is it? Is, can I ask you what? what? Is it all right if I ask you something, sir? Man, what the you want to ask me, bro? I mean, since since it is your funeral, would you would you like the light blue lining or the white lining in, inside the, on the inside? Oh, oh, the you playing with me, right? Now you now you trying me. Now if I come down there and swing on your, you won't like it. They're gonna be two funerals. You and her. Keep on now. You gonna pick your own lining. Oh, oh, man, I'm out here busting my like a twelve-hour shift. All I said, cut a little bit of lights off around here. We're gonna keep the bill out. But she was say her around here. Oh, sir, sir. Hello, 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 sir. But these lights on, lights on, lights. Now a funeral? Come on, man. Boy, I swear to God, this. Okay, okay. Can I, can I, can I, can I tell you what else your wife told me when she was here? What? What else she told you? I need to know. Anyway, I need to know. Tell me. Go ahead, tell me. Well, she told me to tell you exactly who I was. What? Who is you? I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Who are you, sir? You're the funeral director. I'm not, yeah, okay. I'm not John, I'm not John from the funeral home. You better be, you better tell me you nobody else. Not no, 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 You talking about the funeral? Who this is? This right here is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey morning show. Your wife Diane got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Hello, Mr.
Hot cha cha cha. Do the cha 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 right there. I'm gonna be somewhere doing something, and I got something coming on that's really big, and I want y'all to watch it. And I'm doing a whole lot of things right now. I don't know where they are, but I'll be doing them. All right. So if it's something big, my name is on it. It's gonna be big. It's huge, and I'll be doing it somewhere. Huh? Coming at you. Huh? Am I ignorant? Yeah, you are. Yes, Team Tommy. Tom, yes. Go to thomasmouth.com. Huh? Huh? <laughs> hot cha cha Do the hot cha cha cha. Do the hot cha cha cha. You're giving you're giving Junior a run for his money, Jay, and with, uh-huh. with this imitation of Tommy. <laughs> I like it. I like uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's pretty good, Jay. All right, all right. One more hot cha 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 cha. Hot cha cha cha, huh? <laughs> huh? I was wondering, is his hearing out or something? Hey, huh? I can't wait to tell him that the president right. of Teen Tommy <laughs> done his ass yes. yesterday. Yeah. Ah, ta 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 ta. Huh? Is you hearing out? Huh? All right, thank you, Team Tommy. Coming up next, Strawberry Letters subject, My Mother is Ruining My Future. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be... Reading your letter right here, right now, like this one, okay? Love it. I love it. I love <laughs> you it. like it when I shake the papers. <laughs> I love it when you shake that paper, <laughs> girl. Come All on, right, Team Tommy. Introduce me. Ready again? You ready again? Yeah, yeah let's go. Buckle up. Hold them tight. The strawberry letter coming at your ass right now. Huh? 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 <laughs> All right. Thank you, Team Tommy. Uh, subject, my mother is ruining my future. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a black young lady in my mid-20s, and I have been in debt since I graduated from college in 2016. I assumed I would be stepping out into the real world and paying a few bills, but not as many as I have now. While I was in college, my mom opened multiple credit cards in my name and proceeded to max them all out on her bills and personal items. Fast forward to today, my credit card debt is well over $8,500, and I am trying to pay the minimum payments on the bills so I can maintain a good credit score. I have an accounting degree, but how can I tell others how to manage money and my finances are terrible? I am upset and feel like I should not have to pay these bills since I didn't open these accounts or use the credit cards. But that's not my only problem. I'm living with my mom rent-free, so if I complain to her about uh, the creating this illegal credit card debt, she tells me I'm ungrateful and I need to be glad that I have a roof over my head. I would much rather pay my own rent instead of paying all the high interest rates on all of these credit cards, but I can't afford to. My main concern is salvaging my credit worthiness. I recently found out that my mom is still using one of the cards to buy household items and groceries each month. 
Yes, I do eat the food, but I can chip in and pay for the food instead of using credit cards. I have asked her again to stop using the cards. She got so upset with me that she told me to move out of her house within two months. I would like to approach her again, but I don't know how to do uh, how to without her retaliating in this way. I can't afford to move out. Please help. Wow. I can't believe your mom is doing this. Um, I, I mean, I don't care if you oh, are. I, I, I don't care if you are staying there rent free. Yeah, th- this is not cool on your mom's part. And uh, you know, I thought you were gonna say that you had student loans. That's why you were in debt or something like that. Not because your mom went and got credit cards in your name and she's maxed them all out. I mean, I did that to my mom's credit card when I was, you know, 18 or something. And, and of course, I paid her back. But the reverse sounds crazy to me. Uh, and, you know, just a side note, do you have a friend or relative that you could possibly uh, become roommates with and share some of these expenses? Um, because, daughter dear, your mom uh, really has you over a barrel right now. I-, I cannot believe she is taking advantage of you like this. This is a hard one. Um I mean, how are you ever going to be able to get out of this hole if she keeps charging stuff on your card? I'm glad that you say you want to have some credit integrity. I like that. That must be the accountant in you. And uh, with you paying just a minimum amount, paying it off, it's going to take quite some time. It's going to take forever. I mean, it'll you'll get it done, but it's going to take quite a long time. So uh, there's no way you're going to be free uh, for a while in that respect. So... Um, I, I do think it's time to put your accounting degree to work, though. You, you are right. How can you tell others how to manage uh, their situations, their financial situations, and, and yours are terrible? Um, what, would you, what would you tell your client? you got to become a client in this case, your own client. Um, what would you advise them to, to work out? Uh, wouldn't you say get a plan together to pay off some of these credit cards, consolidate, con- condense them into one? Um, you, you know, you would you would tell them something along these lines, I'm thinking, uh, you know, and to start saving a little more if you can to get out of your mom's house and all of that. Get out of her own uh, and get your own apartment. Whatever girl, you would tell girl, your client. <laughs> Be quiet, Steve. Let me Girl, finish. Stop. I'm almost Let finished. Me talk. You, it's almost your turn. Hold on. Whatever you would tell your client as an accountant, that's how you deal with this situation for yourself. Okay? Now, Steve. <laughs> Don't be rude. <laughs> I wouldn't be rude, Shirley, but you All so that heavy nice. breathing. But Shirley, you so nice. Okay, well, now it's your you turn. Know, let's stop do this. Do you, boo? <laughs> no, this is what we gonna do. <laughs> Tired of this here. <laughs> you know, I just, well, well, you know, some of these letters, Shirley, we ain't got to take our time with. My mother is ruining my future. I'm a black young lady in my mid-20s. I've been in debt since I graduated in 2016 from college. You wanted to step out in the real world paying a few bills, but not as many as you have now. Because while I was in college, my mom opened multiple credit cards in my name and proceeded to max them all out on her bills and personal items. Fast forward to today, my credit card debt is $8,500. i am trying to pay the minimum payment so I can have a good credit score. Wait a minute, hold up. Shirley? Yeah. You gave the nice version. <laughs> all right, now listen to me. What I'm about to tell you is not about people. This is about mindset. Let's keep that in mind. So don't hit me up talking about, no, I'm from the ghetto. I would never do that. I live in a trailer park. I would never do that. 
I'm talking about a mindset, and y'all know what I'm talking about. We can live in a ghetto, but not think like that. You can live in a trailer park, but not think like that. I'm just talking mindset now. Not a place, a mentality. Yo mama to put all these credit cards in their children's name. That's like getting the cable put in your baby's name. Getting the electric cut on in your baby's name. Then getting the electric disconnected. 20 years later, his ass can't even get lights turned on in the apartment. Hold that thought, Steve. Hold that oh, thought. Oh, hell. <laughs> we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject of today's strawberry letter, my mother is ruining my future. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I love saving money, and Walmart Family Mobile's making that easier than ever. Because when you buy a phone for just $49 or more, along with a service plan, you'll get a $50 Walmart e-gift card. Available plans include their two truly unlimited lines for less than $75 a month with 5 gigabytes of mobile hotspot per line. All powered by T-Mobile's nationwide 4G LTE network. So visit MyFamilyMobile.com or swing by Walmart to save today. Please always refer to the latest terms and conditions of service at myfamilymobile.com offer ends october 31st 2019 all right come on steve let's recap today's strawberry letter uh subject my mother is ruining my future translation my mama is trailer park and ghetto all at the same time that's what this letter is this woman watched her daughter was in college then put all these credit cards in this girl's name she in her early 20s now, her hood mama done put all these credit cards in her name and ran it up. She $8,500 in debt. She trying to pay the minimum. The girl got an accounting degree, and she's trying to get her life together by making minimum payments, but she can't afford to pay all these minimum payments. And then she lives with her mama. She's upset about it. She feel like she shouldn't have to pay these bills, but her only that's not her only problem because she lived with her mama rent-free. So when you could, well, when she complained to her mama about creating these illegal credit cards, she tells me I'm ungrateful. I need to be glad I got a roof over my head. What? Where was you going to stay if you hadn't ran up these credit cards? Wasn't you still going to have a place to stay, mama? So now I got to be grateful because you done stole my social security number and open up these damn credit cards. What do that got to do with the roof over our head? Hmm. I need to be glad that you got a roof. I would much rather pay my own rent instead of paying all these high interest rates on these credit cards, but I can't. Now, the girl is concerned about salvaging her credit. Now, as you recently found out that her mama's still using one of the damn cards to buy household items and groceries each month. Now, the any girl say, yeah, I do eat the food, but I could chip in and pay for the food instead of using these credit cards. I've asked her again to stop using the cards. She got so upset with me, she told me to move out of her house within two months. I would like to approach her again, but I don't know how without uh, uh, retaliating in this way. I can't afford to move out. Please help. Okay, here's what you got to do. First thing, the cards is in your name. Call all these credit people and stop charging capabilities. That's the first thing you got to do, because your mama ain't listening. She's steady charging stuff. Cut the damn credit cards off. When your mama ask about them, remember now, they're in your name. 
So ain't nothing you got to do except turn them off. That way she can't run it up no more because you got to stop the bleeding. She's not going to stop the bleeding, so you have to stop the bleeding. Next thing, when she tell you to move out her house, don't move. Squat. She ain't going <laughs> to throw you out. Become a squatter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, one illegal move deserves another illegal move. You illegally stole and got these illegal credit cards. Uh-huh. Now, she telling you uh-huh. you got to move in two months. You ain't moving no damn well. Mm. Mama ain't got nowhere to move. I can't move nowhere. I'm coming right here. If she changed the lock, just beat on the door till she come to the door. She coming. Can't nobody lay up in there while, while you just beating on Mama. And say, Mama. Mama. Mama, 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 mama. What is it, child? Ma! Every parent can't stand for their child to be somewhere and keep calling their name. Ma! Mama! That gets on you. Daddy! Dad! Daddy! It gets on your last damn nerve. So she not going to lock you out. And that's how you stop the bleeding from the credit, you keep staying there rent-free, and you get these credit cards paid down. Now, if I was you, like Shirley said, I would do some type of bill consolidation so you can just get one note at a lower rate. And let's get this stuff paid off, and in two years you'll be in good shape. But I want you to squat in your mama's house <laughs> for at least two years. <laughs> and two if your years. mama say anything to you about it, report her to her job. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not gonna do that. Or to take her, her down to the church and tell the pastor. <laughs> or go on Facebook. Old Mitch ass people. Mom. Yeah, old ass people is on Facebook. <laughs> go to her Facebook page. Post it down on the bulletin board at her job. My mama trying to put me out. Can I stay with one of y'all? Mm. You know how they little mm-hmm. pinups on the wall? My mom, my mama Dolores is trying to put me out. Can I stay with one of y'all? Yeah. I know she got one of them names. My mama Harriet. My mama Gwen. My mama Stella. My mama Dorothy. Barbara, my mama, and tell on her ass. But you got plenty of time. She ain't call her bluff. She say, I want you out of my house. I'm not going no damn way. <laughs> I can't move because I'm paying your credit card bill, mama. Thank you, sir. Uh, post your so, comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram and Facebook. Don't get stoned now. <laughs> at Steve Harvey FM and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. I know this heifer ain't posted nothing on my Facebook. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour, we're going to talk to Steve because he finally saw the Dave Chappelle special called Sticks and Stones on Netflix. We'll talk to him about it right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Steve, so finally you had time to see the Dave Chappelle uh, Netflix special. This one's called Sticks and Stones. We've been trying to get you to see it for since it came out, actually. Uh, and finally you saw it. So what happened and what did you think? Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't even breathe. <laughs> Really? I was laughing right. so hard, man. I just, I had to push pause. Yes. Yeah. Because I had to push yeah. pause, man. Because this dude, man, what what he said, first of all, let me say this. Uh-huh. They would destroy me oh, yeah. if I said any of it. Mm-hmm. But the level of stand-up that he is, and because uh-huh. he has, he's not in any sponsor-driven business, what can they do? He said... I know y'all going to be mad at me, (laughs) but you picked my face on Netflix and pressed play. (laughs) Yes, he did. You came for this, (laughs) dog. He talked, man. I I don't know. I don't even have a favorite. Yeah. Oh, Steve. From beginning to end. Ask me. Just ask. But Steve, what about what about when he said, "Just say no"? What's so hard about that? I'm stretched out on that. He said, "I can understand how white people feel the same way y'all felt about the crack epidemic in the '80s with blacks." Oh, with the opioids. And I can tell you from the bottom of my heart. Y'all addicted to opiate. I really don't care. <laughs> Man, I said, boy, this boy he right here. He went hard. He went hard. He was yeah, so he funny, man, and pointed. Yeah. And he no holes barred, dog. Yeah. Everything he did, the, the, the thing he did about the... Uh, Victim shaming? Boy. The Michael Jackson stuff was funny. No, people were people were offended about that. A lot of people Uh were offended about that particular special. People were. Yeah, the whole special. I have a question, Steve. I didn't see it. I have a real serious question. I have a a question. Do you think he has made made a change where comics can now say what they want to say? No, absolutely not. Uh Is going to be different. No, absolutely not. Okay. You you see, Jay, Mm -hmm. you have a radio career. Right. So right. you're on a show that's sponsor-driven. Right. You can't yeah. say what he said. Cannot say it. See, they have nothing to attach to Dave Chappelle. Right. Yeah. What he are could, they going to do? You're right. He could be as politically incorrect. He said, though, and, and the way funny. things are going now, he said, they're coming for us all. Yeah. He's right. And they are. And he made, man, I want let, let's do it again because I want to tell y'all something. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We can come back. All right, uh, we'll be back mm-hmm. with more. Uh, Steve finally saw, like we said, uh, the Dave Chappelle Sticks and Stones special on Netflix. We'll we'll continue with part two at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, so we were talking before we went to break about you and your opinion on the uh, Dave Chappelle Sticks and Stones no, let me tell you Netflix something, man. Special. I thought it was so brilliantly written yeah. because he said what a lot of people think. But because of political correctness, we can't even verbalize it. This man said things, man, that millions and millions of people are thinking. I'm talking about millions. Yeah, the audience was... (laughs) 
and dog. All let walks me, of yeah. life, all yeah. from all backgrounds, very diverse. And let me tell you something, man, because these were the people yeah. who were sitting there going, it's a joke. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But so yeah. many people can't laugh at nothing when you don't realize that for us to tell a joke, the joke got to be about somebody. We can't just talk about air and trees <laughs> all damn day. <laughs> One of these jokes uh-huh. going to have to be That'd about be somebody. somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle talked about the groups. Man, the stuff he, <laughs> boy, when, and look, I'm not talking about any of it. But was I laughing at it? Dog, I mean, to my stomach was hurting. Yeah. It was, because as yeah. a stand-up, he touched on subjects that you are not supposed to talk about because of political correctness. Yeah. And I mean, he did them all. He did the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. He did stuff about all communities. Yeah. I mean, man, and see, I, I'm so nervous, I won't even say. <laughs> but you don't no want to repeat You can't it. even repeat yeah. it. Oh, no, yeah. dog. Yeah. Because somebody goes, Steve yeah. Harvey. No, man. I'm a comedian and I enjoyed it. And it was a pleasure to see because I haven't seen that in years. Oh, for someone to just uh-huh. say what was on their mind. Brother, yeah. do you know the last time I saw this? What? Was Richard Pryor. Oh, wow. I have not seen this. Wow. No, seriously, since Richard Pryor. I haven't seen it since the comedy club days in the 80s and early 90s. Wow. When we were talking about anything. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know, man, oh, yeah. in 85, l- listen political to me, correctness. Yeah. in 85, oh. mm-hmm. you could write a joke about AIDS in 85. Right. You could write a joke about it because no one knew the real seriousness of it. Mm-hmm. You could write a joke about it because no one knew the seriousness of it. And there was so much ignorance about it back then. They had it just as a some dudes had this and it was just a few. They didn't they didn't know the severity of it. Mm-hmm. So you write a joke about it back then. Boom. Nobody said nothing. Mm-hmm. You could do dog, we've been doing racial humor for years. And now, man, you can't talk about nobody without somebody's you lose feelings. Everything. Yeah. Sis, Your he empire. even it said that after us all. Hey, man, the joke he did about Kevin Hart. Oh, yeah, that's what was so pointed and true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, Kevin's a really good dude. Oh, but because of a tweet he made years ago, mm-hmm. he's not the host of the Oscars. Now, they done messed it up so bad now. Guess what? They didn't have a host for the Emmys. The Emmys didn't even, right. They didn't even Dog. have a host. Now, yeah, hostless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are, they, they're taking all, everything away. Yeah. But it was a pure pleasure to watch Dave Chappelle special from the comedic genius standpoint. Now, is it going oh. to offend a lot of y'all? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of y'all going to be offended. Yeah. But if you could just stop being offended for just a minute, that damn thing was funny, man. But, I mean, it does bring up a serious issue, though, Steve. Like you said, can we laugh at ourselves? We can't. It is, you know, we can't even I laugh think we at can ourselves. Laugh at anymore. You know what? Surely, listen to uh-huh. me. It's not even can mm-hmm. we laugh at ourselves anymore. Mm-hmm. It's can we laugh at you? Uh-huh. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It ain't ourselves. It's can we laugh at you? Cause you, cause you different from us. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Can we laugh at you? Wow. 
That's it. It's yes. not can we laugh at ourselves. It's, it's can, can we, we laugh at you. Yeah, is that okay? And the answer today is hell no. <laughs> right. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this at 20 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Tell Me Something Good. Here's some good news. We got to say congratulations. We don't know her, but we want to know her. Mrs. Yeah, yeah, uh, Ms. Yes. Dorian Hunter. She's from Cartersville, Georgia, and she has made Master Chef history. Check this out, guys. Ooh. After 10 seasons, she was recently crowned. After 10 seasons now, she was recently crowned champion, making her the very first black woman to win. Did you hear wow. what I just said? Yes. 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 That's Jeff history. Dorian admitted that she was really nervous about what to cook for the finale. She served up a delicious menu that includes seared sea scallops, some sweet corn puree, pickled Swiss chard, and an entree of Applewood smoked short ribs, Steve Harvey. What kind of short ribs? Applewood smoked short rib. Girl, you better go ahead with on With potato now. and horseradish. Horseradish. Shut up for dessert, I'm loving this dessert. She whipped up a lemon blueberry tart with blueberry and cream cheese filling, toasted meringue, and a pecan crust. Doesn't that Come just on, sound girl. mouth-watering? With sweet tea yeah. and some sweet tea. <laughs> she won $250,000 for the Go grand prize. On, and now, I love this, she's going to get a chance to train under celebrity chef and judge Gordon Ramsay. And you oh, know man. how he is. <laughs> Master Chef, yeah. So that's really Woo. good. Congratulations, that's some cooking right there, yes, my yes, girl. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Chef Dorian oh, Hunter. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll be back with more cool. of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some fun topics, more music coming up at 33 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, the political world gave Saturday Night Live a whole lot to look forward to and work with this season uh, for the premiere. It was star-studded with Woody Harrelson playing Joe Biden, Maya Rudolph returned as Kamala Harris, and of course Larry David as Bernie Sanders. Alec Baldwin (laughs) is back in his role as Donald Trump, and he is freaking out about the impeachment. (laughs) Take a listen. Get me Rudy Giuliani on the phone. Oh, hey, Mr. Trump. What's new? What do you mean, what's new, Rudy? I'm being impeached. (laughs) It's the greatest presidential harassment of all time, I would know. I'm like the president of harassment. You gotta relax, Mr. Trump. We got nothing to worry about. Nobody's gonna find out about our illegal side dealings with the Ukraine. Good. Or how we tried to cover up those side dealings. Great. Or how we plan to cover up the cover-up. Rudy, Rudy, where are you right now? I'm on CNN right now. <laughs> Seriously, man, uh, when you listen to Ru- Rudy oh, man. Giuliano's... Uh, Giuliani. Giuliani's confession to Chris Cuomo, the admission... First he said he didn't, then he admitted it. I mean, man, uh-huh. this guy's like a, a, a real, it's just sad, the political climate. They yeah. don't care. The Republicans, I'm done. Because they can stop saying they care about the beloved Constitution because they don't. Because they're allowing this man to walk all over it. Because that's all this is. If they don't play any card, they've always played the Constitution card. 
That's when right. it comes to keeping these gun sales alive, mm-hmm. they throw that Second That's Amendment right, in Steve. your face yep. in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Yep. But now when it comes yep. down to this president who clearly has used his political office to for uh, help him with the political campaign, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. they don't they don't want to use the Constitution. No, no. They it's said really he amazing. hasn't done anything wrong. What did he do wrong? It's amazing. I mean, seriously, they they said. It was just a phone call. Seriously, do you know what I've heard Republicans say? All he should get is a slap (laughs) on the wrist. A slap on the wrist. Oh, my God. This ain't ain't elementary school. If this had been Obama, oh, my God. But, you know, there's two types of Republicans, Steve. There's a a public Republican, and then there's the backroom Republican, and they talk different when they're on camera as opposed to when they're off camera because they don't really like Trump. They really don't like Trump, but... He's what they got. They're and they're sticking with it. And yeah. they're sticking with it. And Seriously, scared. man. And listen mm-hmm. to me. You could give them that. They mm-hmm. do stick together. They, yeah. You can't tell me mm-hmm. that you think this guy is a great president. Right. Right. You, you right, can't Steve. be right. uh, a, a thinking person and go, he's a great president. You just can't. Nope. Right. I agree. All right. Coming up, our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only, the very enlightening Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day. It's been a good Monday. Good to be back at work and everything. Yeah. You know something, Shirley? Mm. I really don't know if I should mess with this subject or not. Really? I was thinking about this for my closing remarks. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. You all tell me how it sounds. Okay. All right. So here we go. You know, I guess this is more of a commentary. I don't normally do commentary. I try to be encouraging, enlightening. I try to be motivational. Uh, but I'm just going to take a different page right now. And I'm just going to do like a commentary about something. And it's not uh, for anything in particular. Well, I guess it is because I watched Dave Chappelle's comedy special, Mm -hmm. uh, Sticks and Stones. Yeah. Um, And I watched him perform a craft that has been uh, the tree trunk or the staple of everything that I've become in my life which stemmed all from stand-up. And God has been amazingly good to me, you know, and I've been able to have a wonderful life, you know, uh, in spite of uh, all the setbacks and shortcomings. I've just had a a wonderful life. And a part of it is, a huge part of it is because of this incredible gift he gave me, this gift of comedy that has served me well over the years. Now, comedy is a craft that is a blessing and it can be a curse. I think everything that you're good at is also can be the thing that causes you pain in your life. You know, if you're the most generous person in the world, uh, that's going to come back to bite you sometimes. It's just because somebody's going to take advantage of of your generosity. You know, if you're a uh, if you're a loving person that tries to love everybody, one point in time somebody's gonna take advantage of that. It's gonna come back and bite you. You know, your 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 they sometimes say that oftentimes your strength, your greatest strength, is your greatest weakness. 
you know, your your loyalty to people can be your greatest strength, but it can also become your greatest weakness because sometimes you stay loyal to people who have long stopped being loyal to you. So I'm saying that in a, in a long way around to get to the point of what I'm trying to say. After watching this special and living this life, Dave Chappelle's special was so funny to me because I knew where he was coming from because quiet as it's kept and, and, and quiet and truth be told, Dave Chappelle said a lot of stuff that's funny to a lot of people behind closed doors. And the thing about comedy that's always been good is that we've always said the things that people have been thinking, but because you have jobs and you have family and you have church members and you have coworkers and you have people, you're not allowed to say it, but stand-ups have always stood up there and said the things that people have always wanted to say. And what Dave Chappelle said in this special was funny to some people, to a lot of people. I got to tell you something, y'all. It was funny to millions of people. But the thing of it is, and I was talking to Shirley on the break, and Shirley said, we can no longer laugh at ourselves. And I corrected Shirley, and I said, no, Shirley, you know what the problem is? We can no longer laugh at you. See, comedy, man, is is a crazy gift to have because in this gift, you know, we we have to talk about something. Now, like I was saying, we can't tell jokes about trees and bushes and air and water all day. Some of these jokes are going to have to be about somebody. And now we're in this state of union where we are so politically correct that we can't say anything about anybody, even under the, the, the format of comedy without somebody taking such offense to it that, could, that they come after you to take your career from you. And I find that ironic because a comedian can't say what he want to say, but the president can. I'm confused. His job isn't to be funny. His job isn't to entertain. His job isn't to make you pause for thought. His job is merely supposed to serve and govern the people that he was elected to serve and to govern. But we have a man in the White House that neither serves nor governs. He just does it in a way that we've never had it done before. And everything he does is acceptable. The four women that he said should go back to their country, the ones that are all from here, that was offensive. He's still the president. When he said he grabbed women by the pee and Billy Bush laughed on the bus, he still became the president. When he calls a woman Pocahontas, that's offensive to Native Americans, he's still the president. When he says he didn't mean it that way, the Republicans back him and he's still the president. But Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, the moment they say something about anything, you have no right and you want their jobs. But ain't nobody calling for the president's job.
Oh, now they are, but it ain't cause of something he said. It's just cause they heard something that a whistleblower said. That's what makes it hard to be a comedian today. And I wish it wasn't that way because there's so many things we could laugh at. Hmm. But if you talk about the president, he'll tweet you about that. And it's too bad that we can't laugh no more. Those are my closing remarks. Y'all have a good one. Bye. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 